The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. So if you're looking for real, honest information to help you navigate your relationships, we've got you covered. All you right. looked at me like that again. I, you know what? Because <laughs> uh, I've got you covered. I got you covered, girl. All right, guys. Hello, hello. We are at Sticky Paw Studios for another episode today, and we are super excited to be here. You look fabulous, Jamie. Thank you. Yeah. I decided to wear orange to match our hot guest. All right. This is great. I saw her hair yesterday and I was like, oh my God, she is like the hottest thing ever. So yeah. I'm going to wear orange. I, I love what she did with her hair as well. And so. then I got this orange CBD drink from Kill Cliff. Thank you guys for hooking us up. I'm nice. super excited to try this. All right. You got to get me the memo next time on this one because we always have this similar style of dress and everything mm. as well. I should, I don't think I brought an orange shirt today though. I had to do like a quick swerve. Like when I saw that hair, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had dug through my drawer. I'm like, I got to find something orange. <laughs> All right. So. Well, so what have you been up to? I know it's been a little bit of a minute uh, and everything good. It's always a minute with us though. Cause this will be flying to town. You know, we yeah. always fly into town and do our shit here. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I, I left him at the airport um, <laughs> last night. <laughs> um, but in my defense, I was on my way to get you, but there were a ton of like flight delays. Yeah. Um, your flight was delayed, and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm sorry, I have to turn around and go home. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, the airport's then, like, it's a serious issue lately. I mean, I literally had, we flew in to Vegas yeah. and we're right at the gate, but there's another fucking plane parked in our spot. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, I want to get the hell off this thing. Right. So they're like, uh, excuse me, the pilots, excuse me, everybody, uh, please uh, take your seatbelts off. But what's going on right now is there is nobody to fly the fucking plane. So they had to wait for a crew member to come in to move the plane so we could actually deplane. Right. And with a crying baby on board that's crying the whole time, that is never a fun mm, scenario. So, no. Yeah, mm -mm. yeah, never fun. So then I'm going to rat Chris out. He <laughs> decides to go out last night. <laughs> I was good, though. I was really good. I don't know when you got... Well, you probably texted me around like 1030, yeah, and I was I like half drink. out of I it. I did not drink. I had good coffee, for you. and I was, I was great <laughs> last night. So he decides for a night out on the town to like go party. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know what? I'm staying in, and I'm going to leave some blankets out for you. So travel do we have I don't have it I we, don't have it oh my it. god oh. I have to show this photo it's Chris sprawled out on my couch and me being the shitty <laughs> Travis is running host that I am the code is I already got it. don't oh, worry about it. oh my god this is so oh, you funny guys, so I walk out this morning and I, I've been getting up early because I'm coming from the east coast so it's like 5 30 a.m. and I tiptoe out and I'm like what the hell? My blankets are probably like a good 
I don't know, like foot or two short. So I have him on my freaking couch. Let's feet. just call it what it was like a fucking baby <laughs> swaddle. Okay. That's what it was a baby blanket. I'm a fucking six foot three man. Can you give me a fucking baby blanket to sleep on? And she goes, how about it? You so know? his whole feet are like hanging out and I felt so shitty. I was like, oh my God. And then I posted on my story and I'm like, am I a shitty host? The first one that freaking votes is my kid and is like, yes. I was like, listen here. <laughs> I was so, I can't even believe you took that photo. So I actually got wind of it on social media. Thank you very much. Then this I go and get a blanket and cover his feet. Like I tiptoe over there and I cover up his feet because I feel bad. And someone chimes in and goes, isn't that the blanket your dog chews on? And I'm like, oh, oh my God, I can't fucking win. There it is. Oh my God. Ah! Is- <laughs> Look at his feet. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can freaking blow that in up, Travis. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, pan out, pan out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's zoom into his face. Is his mouth open? No, I'm just kidding. Do not pay me back. <laughs> no, don't do that. Oh my God, that's so funny. So. All right, I'll get you back. No, do yeah. not. Remember the ice kicking thing? At the oh yeah. I'm going to yes. get you back, oh, by the way. Shit. So. So I might anyway, just, I good take times. the bedroom, bed out of the bedroom that you stay in the next time and leave it that way. How about that? So, <laughs> Travis, you're so good. How the hell did you get my code? Get in my phone. He's a technician. That's what he does. I'm very savvy. At, yeah. Man, anyone I'm dating, I'm going to bring him in here and just toss the, sneak the phone over the phone? to you. Yeah. <laughs> Break the code. Break yeah. the code. All right, well, so. let's get our guest on. I mean, she's, she is here, yes. and we're, we're trying a new format. We're actually going to walk our guest in, into the studio now. So if she can come on and come and take a seat, and we will give her the proper introduction that she deserves <laughs> yes. because she's going to be an amazing guest, folks. And I am going to start, once she gets her headphones on, giving her intro that she deserves. So with that being said, I'm sure she can probably hear me right now. Our guest today is a model who has graced the cover of Playboy magazine and has worked for numerous lingerie and beauty brands. This social media powerhouse sticks to a serious fitness regimen and has taken control of her life over the past few years by living a clean and sober lifestyle. She's also the host of the podcast Inside Only Fans. Please welcome the sassy and gorgeous CJ Sparks to the show. <laughs> what's up? Oh my God. What's up, sassy? <laughs> Do you think you're sassy? Um... I try not to be. Aww. I guess, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess sassy is a little, I would think like a little on the crazy side, like, oh, you never know what she's going to say. But well, I guess that's actually a good way to describe something. I, I just think that you just look fantastic. So it's Thank like this you. little sassy look that I'm just sitting there going, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for wearing a shirt to match. Yeah. I saw oh, the yeah. hair and I was like, ooh. <laughs> How so. are you? I'm good. You good. I'm so good. I'm good. I can really relate with what you were talking about with the airline. Right? Yeah. I yeah. can't believe my flight last night was canceled. This morning we were delayed for a bunch of different reasons. And okay. I'm like, I've never had such a tough time getting to Vegas from LA in, in my life. So it's so, so when frustrating. They, when they cancel last night, what are they what happens? I mean, what they are they weather? Okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah. then they just send you on your way home. But what if people are like visiting? Do they put you in a hotel? I mean what what's I the deal? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I'm so grateful that they at least told me before I got to the airport. Oh, so. nice. oh that's yes. good. Right. Yes. Okay. Because I've had that once again, I think that was probably about six months ago when you I just went to get the an alert. It was I was coming to visit, you know, for to do the podcast. And yeah. I got in like a, I was leaving at six PM, mm-hmm. was at the airport. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're sitting there and they go, oh, by the way, the flight's canceled because the plane's delayed for the umpteenth hour. Yeah. So they said, please go back home and come back tomorrow. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm usually so fortunate. I travel a lot. So I'm usually so fortunate when it comes to these things. And 
unfortunately this time it wasn't the case okay so, yeah i guess i'll get it out of the way for all the travel that i have for my birthday month <laughs> you're a leo as well right yes okay what if we i'm not i'm not going to ask any birthdays but we're all fellow leos here yeah so, okay yeah well mine is the 16th okay August well we've 16th, all had yeah. a happy coming up birthday for yeah. you yeah what are okay. we doing are you you celebrate like the whole month you know, I'm single this year. This is the first single birthday that I've had in a long time now. Wow. I can't remember, honestly, the last single birthday I had. So in my 30s, at least. So I am doing the uh, single hot girl all month long nice. <laughs> celebration. Nice. It kind of just happened that way, too. So I didn't really plan it, but um, we're going to celebrate all month long. Oh, that sounds like I a lot of fun. love it. I will be more than happy to be your wingman okay. around your birthday time if you need one just to hang out. <laughs> okay. I, I totally have a lot of wing women, okay. so I do pretty well. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't phrase that right. I'll, I will insert myself in between all of those wing women and okay. hang out with you. Perfect. So. Perfect. I love that. Well, your birthday's coming too, so maybe we can get something My Mine just passed. So, I mean, just like, mm -hmm. what, three days ago? Okay. Yeah. yeah you're ago. right mm -hmm. after mine, right? Yeah. August 2nd? August 2nd. Yeah. And then right. yours was just like two, one or yeah. two? It, August 1st. Okay. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. Yeah. We banter off each other pretty well because okay. of my birthday. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> okay, wait. So you're newly single. Um, New-ish. New I had a two-year relationship where I was living with somebody, and um, then I had a rebound relationship after that. It was like, you know, the typical kind of like from the crazy guy to like the really nice. nice so cra still crazy. Right. I don't want to like not give him his dues, you know. So like a big <laughs> personality, but in a in kind of a more controlled, softer way. And then now I'm single. <laughs> okay. How's yeah. that for you? You know, um, it, it has its really fun days. I do a lot of dating on a site called Seeking Arrangements. I talk about it all the time mm -hmm. on Inside OnlyFans. Um, so there's no, there's no shame there. That's where I do a lot of my dating. Um, I, I, I've been thinking about maybe getting like a, a hinge or something, I definitely love the internet dating because I love to get a feel for somebody before I even do like commit to a dinner. Yeah. I don't want to sit at a dinner with someone if we're not already like kind of vibing. Right. Like compatible. At that yes. Point. yes. Okay. Yes. I agree. Yeah. And then if I'm out with my girlfriends or something then I'm, I'm so bad, I'm like kind of focused on that. So then if I meet somebody, I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, give me, give me your number or whatever. But then I'm kind of like want to do my own thing. So I'm, I should probably try to meet people more organically. Um, but you, you like the dating sites then. I prefer, yeah, because I really, I, I'm a little bit, um, what is it with your time where I'm really particular with my time now? Mm -hmm. That's like the really beautiful thing about being like the thirties. I'm like, you know, even if the guy is hot or something, or even if he's rich, I'm, I still need to know that there's like that mental connection or I just can't, I, I can't fake it. Okay. Yeah. So how do you navigate that for you when you're on an app like that and you're, um, I don't know what the, um, what, what's the site you're on? Sorry, we say that for everyone seeking again. Seeking arrangements. Okay. So on yeah. seeking arrangements, is it like all the other sites, like the swiping and all that jazz or how do you, how do you connect? Yeah. Tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's most, it's mostly just like the DMs. Okay. It's not like a swiping situation. I don't know. Like the guys are sometimes older on theirs. So I don't even know if they, they might swipe on like the wrong one and they're like, oh, I, lo I lost her, you know, or like, oh, you know, my assistant did the wrong thing or something. I don't know. But, um, it's more just DMing. So it's pretty simple and straightforward. Okay. I do think the guys have to pay to be on there. I think. Um, and then the women, it's it's free. So which I feel like is better because mm -hmm. it weeds out all the trash. Yeah, yeah you know, there's definitely still a lot of trash in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Um, 
it's there's a lot of big personalities on there. I have a lot of really interesting experiences, most in like a good fun way, even if it's not a connection. I have like a bunch of funny random stories where I've went out on dates with people that I'm like, okay, you're you're catfishing, you know, okay. you're not even. I went out with men that don't look like their pictures. That's a thing too. Yeah, what is that about? Yeah, like is it really that. them? Yeah, or do they like Photoshop their photos? It's or old, not smart it's older enough. pictures. It's older pictures. The same way that a lot of men you'll find, you know, they say, oh, women do like the filters, yeah. or you know, yeah. it's an older photo. Maybe when she late weighed a little less. Right. <laughs> it's typically what it is. The men do that too, though, and sometimes it's so funny because it's like I can see that it's like a, a picture of a picture or it's like a really old phone. I mean, that sounds shallow, oh but if God. it's a really <laughs> old phone and you're taking a photo of yourself in the mirror, you know, it's like, looks like the sepia, like, you know, on CJ's it. like, that one's green. I'm like, what's happening here, sir? Like, is this your best one that you have? I love how she goes, what's happening here, sir? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, that. like, this can't be the picture that you think is going to reel them in, reel yeah. like your, your hot, you know, your hot piece of ass, that that's not going to be the one. So um, I don't, I, I, tr I try to, I guess I try to pass judgment fairly on the pictures. And then if, uh, or if there's really good banter, I love somebody, I love to go to comedy, live comedy in LA. And oh, I love great. to laugh. Mm -hmm. I love to like eat, make fun of myself. And so if a guy can like make me laugh or if we have like a really quick witted banter right off the back, then, um, you know, that for me is like a really big turn on. But sometimes if you go to dinner or something, people are drunk or they're not, or they're putting like their really solid best foot forward right. and then you don't really get to know the real them so sometimes i kind of like uh, the meeting them just randomly on a website too because then you can get a gauge for their real personality sometimes yeah. when you go to dinner you you know you get yourself geared up you put mm -hmm. your best foot forward i know i do mm -hmm. that's not the real me though you know that's like me on my best perfect day being my perfect self you know and and trying to like win you over so i like that on a website, you can kind of hit somebody in the middle of their day and kind of get like a real slice of what they might really be like. Yeah. How long does that take you to, um, um, when you do that at the beginning, to mm -hmm. figure and assess when that person When you're texting out? and going back and forth. Yeah. You know, I've found that the longer you take to make the connection, and the connection typically is talking on the phone, because everybody texts now. We're all yeah. constantly on our phones. Um, you can get a feel for somebody's personality via text, but the best test of connection is for a phone call or if you're feeling really brave um a facetime face right. yeah Fuck yeah that. yeah you yeah like that? i'm so fucking weird and like awkward mm -hmm. that even like talking on the phone i'm like all right, I gotta go. Yeah. I'll be like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I just like push through. See, you're like, I want like a yeah. relationship. So I just push through. You're like me. I'm like, I, I like FaceTiming. I'll FaceTime yeah. my friends just yeah. for the fuck of it. I'll be yeah. like, Hey, and they're like, why are you FaceTiming? I go, Cause I'd rather talk to you yeah. face to face. I mean, I will my like my friends and, but like the, the new person that I'm talking to, mm -hmm. we've been talking for a couple months. Mm -hmm. I haven't FaceTimed him one time. But yeah. does he, has he tried to FaceTime you at all? No. Okay. I don't like, okay. I will say this. I don't like when it's like a random FaceTime. Although I did that to somebody I'm seeing the other <laughs> I'd day. I'd love to do that to people, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want it done to me. Right. I was like having the hair and the makeup done. I'm like, hi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you picked up. Oh my God. Hi. Like, oh, I'm just getting my, 
as if that's, that's like I how I always am. Yeah. yeah. So I looked good, but I mean, you know, it's different from men versus women. So I don't like a random FaceTime from somebody that I'm dating, but I, I can do it. We can yeah. do right. it as women. I'm, I'm well, guilty you, of that. everything that I see of you, you never have really, you're always like supernatural. I yeah. feel like you don't wear a lot of makeup at all. Yeah. I'm really trying to go. I have a lot of plastic surgery, but I'm really, Stop it. I do. And I like, lo- I love my plastic surgery. <laughs> like I love what I've done. Like I'm, I'm super happy um, with all the work that I've had done. Thank God. Cause I had like some really bad work when I first started out, but I feel like I've just paid all this money and I've done like all these different things, mm-hmm. like, you know, like different um, facial and like burning my face and like to get, you know, different. The perfect look. Yeah. To just get, make sure that my skin is like healthy and supple and youthful and all this stuff. Um, so I just, I don't really wear a lot of makeup if I don't necessarily have to. I feel like you you. hardly have any makeup on and you look beautiful. I like, thank you so much. I just go to the gym and I'm like, if you don't, but guys don't care. Guys really really don't don't. care. They don't want like the, the big fake lashes. Yeah. That's another thing. Oh my God. I cannot stand those huge fake lashes and like the, the hair, like the hair that's like very short, and then you have like these really long, like, like the mullet extensions. Yeah, like n- you know, I mean, I guess after saying that, I might sound like a hater. Like no shade to the people that want to do that, but yeah. for me, I'm like, oh man, I can't. I, I I just couldn't handle the upkeep. I know that when I'm dating somebody, like you're gonna see me without the hair and the right. makeup at some point. I can't have you thinking that like. This is really what you're going to wake up to every day. It's kind of unfair in a way. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you were in Mexico, I was watching her stories and I'm like, she's photo shooting and she has like barely any makeup on. Yeah. I think that's really what that that's the beautiful part of entering your 30s. though. I really feel like I'm just confident in what I have going on, what I'm bringing to the table and I if, if I met somebody and they just said, look, that's just not enough. I would be sad, probably, especially if I really like that person. But I would just accept it. And I'd be yeah. like, OK, you know, that's cool. You don't want what I have to offer. Cool. Yeah. On, on to the next. I'm going to interject happens. on that one. Hopefully uh, that's happening on your app and not in person. After yeah. been here a few times. Cause that's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. If I think does you're that, a lot. I think you're so much more beautiful in person. Like you're you. beautiful in your photos and, and you. on your social, but he said the same thing. Right. He's like, thank wow, you. she's so beautiful. Yeah, in person. I'd rather, I'd rather that. Cause of I course. get by on the photos, you know, like right. it's yeah. like, we know it's there, you know, but sla- it's the personality. And this is why I like meeting people in person and why I have everyone's next to me by yeah. the way because like I'm just up. saying because I get, the, I, get the, I get the full energy Control, controlling saying. man oh, alert yeah. oh no I'm not controlling oh, no. I'm just very honest I'm never I'm not controlling don't call me controlling oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just very honest no yeah. no but I was going to say the fact that you know when you're with someone someone was saying this the other day where they were um, with someone for a while and the guy's mm-hmm. like you're just not enough I'm like then why the fuck was he with you in the first place? Like, Wait, when, he told her she wasn't enough? Yeah, after like about four Not enough to, how? Uh, well, I, she didn't get into Look at, no, look at all of us. Yeah, we're like, right. we won't well, even let him no. finish. I, no, I, I didn't get into the full scope of it. But yeah. she just said, all she said was like, he just did, he said I just wasn't enough. And I'm like, what does that mean? It's but you like, know what though? That really, it's typically just very self-reflective. He yeah. might have felt like he wasn't enough or he didn't deserve whatever That's relationship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God that he told her after four weeks and not four years. That's Four that, kids. I I said the same thing yeah. about that. Well, at least it's now and not later on down yeah. the road where he's just like, now yeah. you're all well, kind of really flustered. I mean, I can give some examples of mm-hmm. not enough. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think for me, like when I date long distance, mm-hmm. like I have a two week. So if they can't, 
one, I need someone that's going to put in a lot of effort. Right. So someone that's not like putting in effort is not going to be enough. Right. If you can go longer than two weeks without seeing me, it's mm-hmm. not going to be enough that's for me. Fair. That's fair. So yeah. um, I think like having boundaries in play um, is a good idea. So if I know that they're not going to come to the table with those, then I know mm-hmm. it's not going to work for me. Right, mm-hmm. right. Boundaries are very, very, very important. I think sometimes, too, when you hear the word boundaries, you think automatically your mind goes to things that you won't do. That's not always the case. Yeah. Your boundaries where you were saying these are the things that I need. This Mm -hmm. is like a hard line in the sand for me. You know, that's a boundary as well. You know, that's where you draw the line where something works and then something doesn't. And then that's it for you. You either move forward or you don't. I'm like learning (laughs) about that. At this point in my yeah. life, I'm learning more and more. The more I find out, I the more I know, the more I find out I don't actually know anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to stay in a continual state of learning, but right now boundaries is a real big one for me because okay. if I can't ask for what I want, if I don't know what I want, I can't ask for what That's I correct. want mm-hmm. from either my current partner or a potential partner, but it's kind of on me mm-hmm. and that like transcends you know, even to the the bedroom and, and all that, like you first have to know what you want from that person. And then that person can either choose to rise to the occasion or, or not. say goodbye. 100%. Yeah. And the same goes for um, like when people are upset. Mm-hmm. So if someone does something that you don't like, it's not fair to be mad at them if you mm-hmm. don't communicate right. what you don't like. Right. So until you give them the opportunity to kind of change that, mm-hmm. it's unfair for us to be upset. Right. right. Especially right. when you bug out at the beginning and not giving them a chance to like to try to reciprocate and make right. it better. I understand right. that as well. So um, so you're learning your boundaries then right now yeah. is what you're saying. I'm like learning what I want and what I don't want. Okay. I just went bungee jumping for the first time like <laughs> ever in my life and it was so terrifying. Um, but it was so interesting because it was it's very much like a metaphor for life in a way, like where you just kind of have to do that <laughs> jump. Like what like either what what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go up there, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna I'm gonna not do it, and I'm not gonna have the experience right. after I went all this way, i.e. I'm you know, thirty-six gonna be thirty-seven, and what am I gonna do? Like am I gonna stop here? Am I gonna like be too scared to like take chances and, and go to the next place in my life or am I going to continue on I mean maybe I get hurt you know from the bungee jump or whatever hopefully I don't you know splat on the ground but like maybe you know there's all these different things maybe you hurt your back or maybe you get really scared and you pee yourself and everybody laughs (laughs) you know what I mean like there's all these different like what ifs or you know you don't you don't like it and you're scarred for life or whatever I guess yeah like those are the options but also there's a lot of really cool things that can happen too if you just kind of like trust the process so that was like really i, I like that but yeah it's, it's, did did anything happen to you no i was fine and how did yeah. you feel did your body hurt i was you know what okay so here's the interesting thing my body it was a two and a half hour hike there and then like a two hour hike oh, back man. my body hurt more from the hike and i was like carrying like a little cheap backpack oh, i wasn't carrying like a hiking backpack where the weight would have probably been better distributed so my neck hurt Uh, from the hike and then like my calves and my feet hurt from the hike the bungee jump swear to god i have a like a bulging disc welcome to your 30s guys i have a bulging (laughs) there's like this hot girl with like no bra and she's like i have a bulging disc i do i have a bulging disc like i don't know what you know what happened i did a wrong workout move so i was like doing all the right things as we do and you still fuck your shit up so um i was concerned about that and even my chiropractor was like 
if you were my daughter, I would tell you not to do it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's just like one more no in a sea of like, I'm like waiting for that one. Yes, go do it, girl. He did say, he's like, I'll put you back together if you mess yourself up. So with that, I went and I went and did it. And I swear it like snapped something into place in my back. No joke. It's the the craziest thing. So bungee jumping was good for me, wildly enough. Not the hiking part. To go somewhere two and a half hours, the bungee... Mm -hmm. Was this off like a like a big bridge or yes. something? Yes, okay, yes. Got it. Yeah. it was on her freaking wow. story. I gotta yes. look at that. It's I called the Bridge like, to Nowhere. Okay. Yeah, thirty three years. Um, it's Bungie America. They've never had an issue. There's a lot of different safety precautions. Apparently, a lot of extra safety precautions okay. that they take so that you do have a very fun, safe experience. The guy who actually counted me down because there's like a special way that you do it. Long story short, he's like looking me, you know, like Jamie's the guy, and he's doing like this and I'm on the edge and I'm doing like this too. And he counts, you know, five, four, three, two, one bungee. And then you let go, but you're looking at that person in the eye. And I'm like crying and looking at him in the eye and he's counting me down. That's kind of like my safe space in a way. That guy that counted me down was also sober six years. Yeah. Yeah. So it was was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, It was really, really, it was a really cool experience. And did you see him after your jump? Yeah. He pulled me back up and he was like, I told you you'd be okay. I'm like, like, that was incredible. He's like, do you want to go again? I'm like, no. No. (laughs) Get me out of it. So you're a one and done. I'm a one and done. I did it. Been there, done that. Literally got the t shirt. Literally have a bungee America t shirt. I was a one and done too. Yes. Okay. Did you? do by your ankles uh, your I didn't do by the ankles I did by, by the, the waist, waist and then I did a backwards fall oh, okay man. I didn't do a face first okay yeah. I did by the ankles okay. face first wow. wow and then um my top flew off yeah which they did that's not hot okay that's so hot I, okay why <laughs> is this hot maybe we have to go I went face first and <laughs> the top was like, <laughs> like I can't you're see like anything. that better be free you better not be charging me for that yo <laughs> I'm just envisioning Jamie's boobs hit <laughs> I know right you're like they're not that I'd be like hurting because I have like a lot of breast implant and not okay. a lot of yeah. skin there. So I'd be like, oh, <sighs> holding myself. Well, and then sh- my back hurt like yeah. so bad. I was like, I feel like I got whipped around. Yeah. That feels like to me, maybe you're, you know, if you're hanging by your ankles, that feels a little bit more like you might be whipped around. Yeah. Because yeah. when it, it was, you know, the, when you got pulled up yeah. it was like the yes. second drop yes. it's like whipping it yes. was like whipping me yeah wow yeah Man. i was so. i was good i was like able to kind of sit up so for me it was really okay i had a blast i just had to get off of it yeah. Yeah. how long before they let you settle for both of you guys i've always i mean i've seen it but you know when you're doing the bouncing around mm-hmm. how long does it take to finally settle before they go okay she settled now we can pull her back up uh, just a f- probably a few seconds okay. i think i bounced like three times okay. and then they were me back up okay because i I feel like that initial drop is going to pull you up pretty high again yeah it did it did we almost like i I was like up under the bridge i'm like oh god (laughs) (laughs) jeez yeah i'm like got some cobwebs cobwebs up here under this bridge that's crazy would you skydive i don't i don't think so i don't think so yeah um i guess yeah that's kind of the natural next progression yeah i think dating in la is dangerous enough i don't know if i'm like i did the bungee jump thing now i'm like with a renewed sense of like you know dating and and life and all that so i think i'll just stick to that dangerous activity for now man everybody says that it is it's a little uh it's like being out in the jungle yeah Yeah. well you know i was supposed to jump with joe's sister and she had her accident yeah Right. So then, um, oh. yeah, so she's paraplegic now. And oh, she goodness. had like 7,000 jumps. She's mm-hmm. a professional 
um, skydiver. And then um, Dan kind of linked me with Max, who's Uh another professional. um, And he just recently passed like two weeks ago. So Mm -hmm. my girlfriend is like, Jamie, this is a sign right. you are not jumping yeah, out of a plane. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I think you fly yeah, enough no. as it is. You don't need to be jumping <laughs> like out, out, out of the plane. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's such a tricky thing. Right. Um, yeah. But one, yeah, one and maybe. done for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. But you did it. You did. Yeah, it. And you did do all it. those yes. worries, which is funny. I was, I was thinking about you. you were talking about all the worries, mm-hmm. and I was like. I'm like that on a fucking roller coaster. Like yeah. I'll get at the top and be like, okay, why am I on this thing? What am I going to do? We're going to go yeah. down really fast. And, and you start talking yourself out of it. Right. But then when it's over, you're like, that wow. was incredible. Yeah. 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 Right. I think honestly, it really is like a metaphor for life. And even in dating, you know, I, there's a lot of, you know, people are like, oh, there's in LA, you know, it's just a bunch of people that are like posers and, and everybody's fake or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, yeah, but there's, a lot of that wherever, like I'm just doing my best to sift through. And that's kind of like all you can really do because there's a lot of men and and women that are out there that probably are saying, you know, this is my life and they're projecting it on social media one way. And then, you know, they go home and maybe they have a lot of debt or maybe they have a drinking problem or a drug problem. And it's like, you know, that's just, that's kind of like life in general. That's why I guess you only get with one in the end, you know? That's true. Let's talk about your sobriety. Mm -hmm. Are you open to talking about that? Let's do it. What what was that journey like for you? My brother is 15 years sober. Oh my God. That's incredible. I collect his coins. So um, every year he is like, here you go, sis. I love that. So I keep them in my, uh, it's always just a reminder. Like every day is a choice. And Mm -hmm. and I ask him because he's recovering meth addict actually. So, um, I hear, all, I hear that all was the fun <laughs> for yeah. the run. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him, I'm like, this year we went out, we celebrate because it's like a birthday. Right. And I get my coin from him and I'm like, is it is it easier? Like, does it get easier? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, nope. every day. Every day. He's like, every single day I wake up, it's a choice. Yes. Yeah. And I have to make that choice. And I'm yes. like, after 15 years. Yes. Yeah. Everyone is always like, you still going to those classes? I'm like, still going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every day. It's like being sober is like choosing your, you know, choosing every day to be in love with your partner. You know, every day I choose to like, I feel like be in love with myself and Mm. remember that I'm worth it to not be out there in the scene and kind of searching for, um, you know, friendships and connections and romantic connections and professional connections that are just kind of at the bottom of a bottle that never really came through anyway. sometimes it's just affirmations and validations on top as well that we're seeking for But you have to choose. You, Mm. You really have to choose every day to okay today i'm gonna stay sober again today i'll take another 24 that's what we say in the meetings sometimes and it's definitely one day at a time Mm -hmm. and but it's it's really a relationship with yourself and that's much like anything you have to work at it like you were saying as well you have to work at it yeah and i think that Today, you know, we're used to the everything coming so fast. Even the food. Like, does the food not come faster even at <laughs> the like restaurant? It's like instant gratification. <laughs> yes. Which yes. is, I think, sometimes it kills us. Yes. It's not good. Yeah. Yes. Because people learn um, or they forget how to work for things. Correct. Correct. And I, I even do this myself. I'm so guilty of it you know even um different things on social media you know i'm trying to get my youtube going back going again and i'm like i don't want to have to pose it's only gonna you know what if they don't like it (laughs) so then i just don't do it and then like i still lose you know because i don't do it so it's like you just have to make that decision that um you know every day you're gonna kind of do something that is gonna make you a little bit uncomfortable that's kind of what i'm practicing right now every day i mean once i got 
sober. It was incredibly uncomfortable. I thought, I'm never going to have fun again. I'm never going to connect. Like, how am I going to connect with anyone? How am I going to go to, how am I going to go to a party? How am I going to leave and like yeah. go grocery shopping? How am I going right. to leave the house and go grocery shopping? How am I going to go to a party and talk to people that I don't know? Mm-hmm. How am I going to just be at the party there? Like, am I going to go by myself? Am I going to go with my friends? But then my friends are going to be drinking. So like, should I just maybe go alone? And then if I'm alone, what does that look like? Right. Um, a lot of questions. I was like mm-hmm. mad at sports for a little while because this whole time I really was like, I love sports. And then I realized I don't really even give a shit about what's happening here. <laughs> I just enjoyed going and drinking. It's the experience. Yeah. Of it all. Now mm-hmm. I like sports again, but there was a long, I had like a resentment at sports mm-hmm. because I was just like, what was I doing? Like I was sitting here drinking. I wasn't paying attention. And so you really have to relearn how to live. The beautiful part about it is I do feel like I'm having like a bit of a second childhood. Like there's so many, everything is exciting again. That's great. That's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, because I I was always so fortunate. Um, I always had a like a boyfriend for the most part, you know, some poor guy that just like loved me to pieces and he'd be like picking me up off the floor and helping me, you know, get to, get to bed or picking me up off the seat at the club. I'd be like passed out. I was right. like, I was notorious for taking a nap in the club. Uh, I can tell you stories yeah. about friends. That's about well. hilarious. Yeah. I would take, I would. So like, you would oh drink God. and then pass yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there wasn't any cocaine left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I snorted it all, probably then I just like, okay, time for a nap. Oh and then, God. yeah, I would, I would do that. Um, I would get in fights. I would get in fights with people. I'd be like, so like sassy and nasty and just say things to, I wouldn't want anybody to like talk to me or talk to my friends or I'd get so, you know, you hit the I would just spectrum. get combative. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to, we're going to lead into that now. Cause okay. I want to, we're going to start from the origin story of that part of all this. So okay. when you, when you start with everything, but today's topic guys, it's called the party's over. When you finally decide that there's more to your well being and to who you truly are than just being the life of the party. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's well, talk about like the beginning. It sounds like she's the life of the party now. Yeah. Well, and that's, I'd and love like, to I rephrase say, that. You're literally like yeah. in your thirties, just listen to your story right now. And you mm-hmm. kept, you keep prefacing how, or going back to your thirties. I'm like, you're living your best life right yeah. now. It's, it sounds yeah. unbelievable. I truly feel like the party's just starting. Um, I just feel like I get to make the decisions for myself now. A lot of times things which I would just fall into things. Of course. And I wouldn't have to work for it. You know, I was young. I was good looking for the most part when I was sober and could keep it together. And um, so I would, things would just happen by happenstance. You know, I never didn't really have to go out and work for too much. And um, so once I got sober, I started realizing, like, I have to make these conscious decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling our friend Michael, like, sober, sober sex is crazy because you're like, okay, now I'm going to do this. And then, and then, okay, he's doing it like that. Okay. I'm going to do it like this. <laughs> and there's like, there's healthy dialogue in right. your head, but there's a little bit of dialogue where you're making these decisions. Oh, I like it like this. Oh, that doesn't feel so great. I want to try it like this. I never experienced that during sex. And I never really experienced that, the conscious decision-making for most of my twenties. I right. never experienced that. I'm really fortunate that I was surrounded with a lot of good people, um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes girls get themselves into really unsafe situations. And I'm so fortunate. I I never really had anything that was like scarring or traumatizing in that way. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm so, glad you had it. So you had a, yeah. good, a good crew around you. Then, yeah. So you think like. sex is way better sober? Oh, sex is a million. Tra- where's the camera? <laughs> sex is a million. Where is it? Here, here. Here. A million trillion times better when you're sober. It's but 
you have to know, you have to know what you want. Yeah. So I don't know what, what you need to do. Ladies go home and masturbate. Men go home and masturbate. The men are already doing it. It's still healthier for the men to do it. Ladies, it's healthy for us too. Go home and figure out what you, what you want. I'm like currently, I wasn't having sex for like a few months because I couldn't find anyone like to have sex with <laughs> that, I, that I wanted to have sex with. Yeah. But I recently had the sex again. And let me tell you, there's still even those awkward moments where you're maybe you're seeing somebody new or mm -hmm. maybe you're with a familiar partner, but you haven't seen them for a while or whatever. There's going to be like awkward moments. Of course. During sex. It happens. There's, it's two people. So there's going to be like a miscommunication. There's bound to be something like that. Um, but when you're when you're sober, like you kind of you have to learn to speak up. But then that's where it gets good. Okay, yes, so does. give me an example. Because um, I like so when you're have, do you wait until after you're done having sex, or do you tell them what you want in the middle of it? The the best way to do it, in my experience, is to say it in the nicest way possible. Mm -hmm. So you want to be encouraging, like, oh my god, that feels so good. Wow, right there, I love it when you do that. Or you know, you look so hot or can you do it like this? Typically, like what's the worst thing? Like if you're having sex and you're like giving it your all and stuff, it's like, oh, that hurts or I don't like it like that, you know? <laughs> so ideally you wouldn't say like, oh, I don't like when you do that. If you, if there is something that you like, which hopefully there is, you're naked in this, you know, and you're having sex with this person. So hopefully there's one or two things that they do that you like. Right. So then you would highlight those aspects of what you like and then kind of ask for more from there. And I always used to be really afraid to like touch myself because I need clitoral stimulation. Mm -hmm. I always used to feel so bad like, oh, this guy is going to feel like he's not enough or I'm going to offend him. And now I'm just like, if you make fun of me for touching myself, you're weird. Right. Like you don't want me to feel good. Like something's wrong with you. Yeah. You well, know? has a guy ever said that to you? You know, I think when I was younger, I think like it might have been like, oh, you know, like move your hand or something like that. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I, I feel like, bad. No. I really, honestly, I really wasn't having good sex up until like a few years ago. Okay. I yeah. think sex gets better the older we get. I think so yeah. Too. Because we become more comfortable. Like, Right. ourselves and we figure right. out what we like and what we don't like mm -hmm. and then we're able to speak up and guide mm -hmm. right. and it's still sometimes it's still awkward it's still awkward yeah but, but that's like, the beauty of it yeah like yeah you said earlier when you were saying on how two people in the room like if you haven't seen each other for a while yeah it's always awkward for my girlfriend and i because we're what? in and we're out well i'm saying remember what i told you in the car in i go <laughs> Remember what I told had, you in the car? We had, oh, I, told, I told Jamie, I go, we had four hours of the best sex the other day. Oh, it's yeah, that's wild. so hot. But it's because like we were on the same page and we hadn't seen it yeah. But it was like, it was awkward when you get into it because yes. it's like, ooh, like this is uh, like kind of weird. Even though but, you've uh, been having sex with her for four years. Yeah, but what, but what CJ said, it's like you're, you're always coming in this ebb and flow. And it's right. like when you're out of sync with each other, yes. you're going to feel out of sync in the bedroom yes. just the same way. Yes. So it's not yes. like you're just because all of a sudden the clothes are off. You're like, right. you're go, let's get into it and get back. It's like, right. oh, like I wonder if yeah. I got to get back into the feeling maybe of Maybe you're tired or maybe right. she's tired or maybe right. your thoughts are on work or maybe you, maybe you had a big lunch. Like there's all these different right. factors that have nothing yeah. to do with your partner. Right. And yeah. yeah, and I'll be the first to admit, I don't want to underperform. I don't know, blah, blah. It's like, you think all these things, especially when it's been a while mm -hmm. like that, that you have it. When, when you're in sync though, mm -hmm. it's magic. And that's like you're yeah. saying that when you're on, when you're doing it and you're together like that, mm -hmm. it's easy to work through that. But mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that you actually speak up and say something because I feel to. like all women and guys yeah. should do that. You know, yeah. if it's not right and you're just doing the same old thing, especially for guys, it's like, it's, it's boring for you mm -hmm. guys after a while. Like uh, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a sex talks before you actually have sex? You know, I, I haven't done that. I would definitely be open to that. Um, recently I'm, I met somebody at a 
sex party or a, like I went to this sanctum party and mm-hmm. I um, <laughs> it's uh. a sex party he said, <laughs> he, said oh, he left the building for a minute he went, he went to the sex party okay been the one familiar with that one yeah. tell more please and I, and I had a, a really incredible time I was there as one of the performers I wasn't having live sex but I was walking around and I was nude and I was like it was really cool and this was it was actually really big for me because this was my first sex party I'd ever been too sober I'd worked one but I got shit face drunk Mm -hmm. i ended up losing my phone it was like super embarrassing i I was being paid a small fee to be there and like you know ended up having to buy a whole new phone so it's like i had to pay to be there (laughs) and i worked at the end of the day and i had a big hangover the next morning so you know did you fall asleep though no i I did not i I did not thank god for that like who's the hot naked girl in the corner yeah right they're like oh never walk over her (laughs) um but this was like a big deal for me as well because i wanted to do one sober and I do a lot of nude modeling for for a living and I have for a while now and I was so nervous. I was so nervous during the sex party. I like didn't know what to expect. It was so cool though. It was a really cool um very hand selected group of people. So everybody there was really um there was a lot of good looking people mm-hmm. and there was everybody was very uh kind and opened and there was good vibes. Um so that being said, at the end of the night, I was like getting ready to go. I was like kind of like looking at my watch like, OK, I'm almost there. Like I'm almost going to make it. It's like a witching hour where as a performer, either you could collect your check and leave or you could take there off what little you had on and you can join the party. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to join the party just yet. Um, so I ended up I stayed till the end of the night. And then like 20 minutes before I left, there was somebody that came up and he was like, oh, Hey, I know you. You're on the Inside OnlyFans podcast. I'm like, good God. Okay. I have a necklace on and heels. I'm like, uh, hi. And so we met. He ended up having a, a mutual a mutual friend and we stayed in touch through Instagram. And um so I um I guess, wow, I'm really telling on myself here. I recently I didn't realize this is like a really short timeline, so I try not to do these short timelines, but but here we go. So I recently had sex with this person right. and it was really kind of cool um because meeting in that atmosphere mm-hmm. really enabled us to kind of lead with our sexual desires. And that normally wouldn't be on the table that fast you know because it's like especially for women what do we want to do you know you want to go to the dinner and you want to be prim and proper and every hair needs to be in place and you like can't sleep with them that fast and it's like you know we um i i say we but i guess maybe me maybe some women are are not there maybe they're better at that but i still have these like societal constructs where i'm like okay if i sleep with them on the first day i'm a dirty whore (laughs) and not in the good way so you know so now i'm like kind of trying to shed that a little bit and just do if something feels right i trust myself now as a sober person i feel i'm connected like you know for the most part mind body and spirit and if i want to do that i'm good i'm at a point where i feel like i'm gonna lean in because i trust my body right. what it's saying now. to me yeah, yeah. good for you so yeah. i've been yeah so i recently kind of like explored i guess going backwards a little bit like with that person right. where you just lead with the sex yeah. you talk about the sex and it's been really cool it's it's been really intriguing right maybe wild sex to come in my future with well, this person who knows jamie nailed the um uh, uh the, what do you call it? the nail on the head mm-hmm. but basically you're starting your best life i mean like yeah. you're going to just be on this mm-hmm. thing now where you're starting to know 
who you are as yourself now, mm-hmm. what you want, mm-hmm. um, what you want to do, and just let the rules go. Keep your yeah. keep your rules, but just right. allow yourself to be. And I think yeah. that's the beauty of like all these things that you've said today, like the bungee jumping, this yeah. and that. I mean, even there, you're you're exploring and just being I'm your really best self. Right seeking now. out mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's and how we I grow. love that. Yeah. Yes. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, it's been really nice to kind of find people that fit that mold right. and that are kind of allowing like a safe space for me to say, like, you know, I want to try this or I want to do this or what about this? So I never saw this for me. I was raised very religiously and I thought like, that I was gonna, yeah, I know. <laughs> I yeah, incredibly Shame, religious. Were you shamed for sex? Yes, yeah, okay. shamed for. I mean, shamed for everything. I sang a song in the church one time growing up, and it had something like about a monkey in the song, and they were. I was shamed because like it was talking about like a a, a monkey in the jungle, and then I don't know somehow it got it got that they thought I was trying to sing that like the monkey turned into a man and they were like, God created man. I'm like, I, I was so young. I'm right, like, like, I calm didn't, down. yeah, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> oh, understand. Yeah. I was like reprimanded behind the church by one of the, one of the elders. And I was like, this is so weird. Like I remember just being a little girl thinking this is so weird, but like, so it was incredibly staunch Christian, but it's just little things like that where I'm like, I can't, and you're so young. So these are things that are ingrained. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if I can't sing a song that has like a, a monkey in it, then like what am I, you know, then you can only imagine what else in the church. It was like, you know, shame, 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 shame. And we went, we went like five days a week, five, six days a week to the church. My dad was really That's involved. That's a lot. Wow, and, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then so, probably having to unlearn. Yes. Um, and then the trauma. So much. Yeah. Right. A lot of religious trauma, but we okay. work through that. We're in therapy. Hot girls do therapy. Hot guys do therapy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have all the sex that we want to have and we do therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that led to, you know, like your earlier years in your 20s and a lot of that behind that? Um, You know, like just the extra, just I need to be free. I want to do what I want to do sort of feeling. You know, know, I like never even felt like I needed to be free. Like that's great. I was just such like a, I, I had no backbone really, you know, because we didn't talk about anything. That's why boundaries are still so brand new mm-hmm. for me. I didn't know. I, and, you know, you think boundaries is like, oh, that's like a prude person or they just always say no. And it's like, no, you, you have the things that you stand for, right. the things mm-hmm. that you desire. And then the things that you say, no, I, I, that's not what I'm looking for. No, thank you. And then you like move it along. I didn't know that there was like two ways you could do that okay. even. So I just didn't have a backbone and I was very much like flitting through life. Just, right, yeah. And right. I think that's why I drank so much too, because there was a lot of noise in my head always telling me that I wasn't good enough or that I was, um, you know, like maybe like some sort of like an imposter or fake. And then, you know, everybody would somehow find out like, I don't know, that I was like behind everyone and they wouldldn't want to be my friend. Like there was just this consistent That's such fear. That's a real thing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. What yes. is it called? Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like yep, I dated an actor mm-hmm. and... Um, he struggled with it a lot yeah. and I'd never even heard it or really understood it until I dated him because that's him feeling as though he's not worthy of success. Right. Like why, why me? Why would I be somebody that should have success? Isn't like, it? That's so ironic yeah. and crazy to me because he is extremely successful. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you are extremely beautiful and Thank talented. You. So it's, 
we would never know. Right. Like the outside world would right. never know yeah. that that is an internal struggle for you. Yeah. And even though you see it as big as a picture, because I feel like I, I struggle with some of that. You do? I do. Because it's oh, like I'm relating okay. to you because yeah. of the fact that you're like, you feel like, not that I ever felt like I was that much of an imposter, but right. I always felt like, you know, um, I'm not, I'm never good enough to yes. succeed in certain things, yes. but yet it's like, I'm the life of the party. I'm fun. I'm da da da. But right. at the same time, it's like, I, there's this struggle that I go through yes. of always trying to like be the best person I can be, but I, but I, I I'm insecure about it sometimes. Yes. I fight and myself against it. And that's you trying to compensate because Correct. you mm -hmm. wouldn't think that those people would want to hang out with you just as you are, just right. having a regular relaxed conversation. So you feel the need to say, yeah, I'm going to be the life of the party. I'm going to stand up and I'm make right. everybody laugh and be the center of attention because that's you trying to earn like their that's love correct. and respect. Right. And yeah, and it's just and mine like, came from a different version of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So don't get me wrong. Cause I know you're wondering, it's like mine came from the fact that I always felt that I was different, you mm -hmm. know, because I, here's this black male and, and you know, with most of my friends, majority of my friends are white, you know, mm -hmm. I only dated white women, mm -hmm. da, da, da. So I'm already feeling like I'm against the whole right. grain anyways man, and trying yeah. to prove myself mm -hmm. that I'm just like everyone else. Right. I'm not a color. I'm not this. So that right. was my struggle. Yeah. And I still kind of do that. Every, I mean, I'm way better. I mean, I've, I've, yeah. I've, I'm, my, I'm my own person now. I'm mm -hmm. like a strong individual mm -hmm. male now. But at the time, it's just like, I always felt like I had to prove something. Do extra. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's correct. So that they would be okay correct. that you're there. Right. And not know yeah. that, okay, here's this black Maybe guy. Maybe I do that in my dating. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we all have some sense of it where we we'll always have self-doubt. It's, it's just Everybody a sense of self-doubt. Everybody has, yeah. It, yeah. And it's like your traumas that are instilled mm -hmm. from childhood. Everything comes from your childhood. Yes, it does. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much that we don't even realize you know now that i'm doing like all this inner work there's like so much like there's so <laughs> many learning. layers i'm like how messed up am i oh god <laughs> will it ever be over you know but it's like it's kind of beautiful because in a sense um you know if i'm messed up and now here we are all three of us very capable adults yep. um we can fix it you know if like if if i am somewhat in control because control is an illusion but if I'm somewhat in control, then I can fix, you know, like I can do all this different self-work to remind myself that I'm worthy. Like now I feel like I can just go over to my friend's house and I can sit on the phone with my friend. If I need to right. be on the phone, I can say, hey, I need to take a minute. Oh my God, I, I love do. that. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And that's even like when I travel with my girlfriends and I have uh, one of my <laughs> one of my gal pals, Holly Barker, we're like, okay, we can travel together because we... It's like you go to bed and you're like sit on the phone and like, you know, we'll have that quiet moment. Okay. Whereas if I'm with somebody that feels like they always need to fill the mm -hmm. space, be it either personally or romantic, you know, mm -hmm. romantically, I can't do that. Like I need this moment to just kind of like sit there and decompress. And the old me, yes, in the old days, the old me yep. would have never asked for that. You right. know, Hey, can I just sit on my phone for a, you know, a moment? Can we just be together in this space? I would have felt like I needed to entertain or to compensate because why that. would they want to be next to me right. if I'm not giving of myself to them or, you know, there's no value in it. It's like, no, there's actually a lot of value mm -hmm. in it. Even if we just sit next to each other and we're on our phones for a moment, not all, not all day, hopefully, Certainly not while you're having sex, but, you know, right. for, for a moment, you know, after the dinner is done, you want to go in bed and you'd be on your phone. Like that, that's okay. That person should still want to be near me or be near you, even if there's not like this huge energetic exchange happening at that moment. But right. it took a while for me to get there. Yeah. You'll, you'll get better. At I it. call it my me time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then those are always like the best friends to have. Yeah. Like 
like I can honor your space and you honor mine mm-hmm. and we don't have to be in con- like we're like right. that. he you comes to my us. house yeah. and he just yeah. goes off and does his own yeah. thing yeah but I don't feel the need to entertain him that's right like my house is your house don't ask me for anything just that's go right. get it just get it yeah yeah, yeah. I love that I yeah. love that we're really though. good at that by the yeah. way yeah mm-hmm. and that's really beautiful the, the most beautiful friendships or relationships is like that's kind of what I'm appreciating about this person right now is like this person doesn't really like need anything from me <laughs> and it's so nice you know yeah. to feel like okay you know they're that that person is already starting full that feels really yeah. good yeah, because good. i think it's it can be kind of scary in a way you know if you're somebody's kind of clamoring at you all the time and i've been in relationships like that where we wake up and it's like okay what are we doing today and it's like well i have actually a lot to do i don't know about you what are you doing um yeah and then i'm thinking of like errands to send that person on or something and now all of a sudden it it becomes me so like Mm -hmm. now i won't date any retired people I don't want to date. Like you need to have something going on. on. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. If and you're working towards a goal or something. I like CJ. I love yeah. everything you're saying because that's how I live my life. It's like, yeah. I want to be with someone who's doing her own thing and yes. not just always feeling like they're re- like um, relying on me yes. or just feeling needy or Even whatever. Even if it's like a charitable mm-hmm. endeavor because, you know, I, my goal, I want to marry somebody that's very financially stable. I want to be able to be at home with my children. That's very, very, very important to me. That is absolutely like a non-negotiable. Hit. That's yeah. a non-negotiable. Okay. I love yes, that. Yes. And I, I make no qualms about that. I don't feel guilty at all. My husband is going to go out and work and I'm going to stay home and I'm going to raise our children, which is still very much a job. A yes. I just won't be huge. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just won't be getting paid from a corporation. You know, you're going to go out and work and you're going to come home and, you know, the house is going to be as clean as it possibly can be with, you know, kids and so on and so forth. But, you know, I'm going to be happy, fulfilling fulfilling that role and I'm going to be um I forget where I was going with that but I'm going to feel be happy in that in my feminine essence there and then um you know he's going to go off and I'm not going to be I don't really see myself texting oh hey can you do this or hey can you do that you know I don't really necessarily need like that constant interaction I guess validation approval so this is what we just did an episode on this Mm -hmm. and that's what we were calling the avoid the silence where Mm -hmm. it's just like sometimes it's like when it's too quiet people feel like they need to fill in the space oh I can't stand and so but I know like the the good news is for you you're going to find your ebb and flow because Mm -hmm. you're aware of what you want to do and you're already prefacing it right now Mm -hmm. and even if you got one day bored of that you'll find something to keep you busy Mm -hmm. and not have to feel like you're not doing anything mm-hmm. in other words. Oh, I'll always, yes, mm-hmm. thank you that yeah. you're reminding me where I was going with that. I'll always have something going on, you know, if it's if it's the kids or if it's like, um, you know, maybe like some work with AA, some charitable endeavors Good. with people Good. that are in sobriety. Um, you know, there's so many different things. I'm really grateful to have ever even existed on the internet. I assume that I'll probably still do something like a YouTube or, you know, okay. even when I have kids and and make a family i assume that i'll still be um existing in the internet and in some way some form hopefully not getting nude anymore (laughs) (laughs) that's you know i mean you know i don't don't know about all that but um you know i'll always be able to have an an income like that which i am grateful for i'm sure sometimes it's going to be more and sometimes it's going to be less but i want to make sure that i always have something going on outside the home so i don't kind of lose that part of me and I'm not essentially starting to like clamor at my partner like yeah. what are we I don't see on? that happening do you yeah I don't that see that either <laughs> when you do have children is it going to be an issue that you did pose nude do you ever no, think about that or I do, you do. Have sons right daughters I do um 
and it's very that that's it that's one that weighs heavily on me um i've definitely done a lot of work around that because i've been in relationships where i've been shamed for that okay and i will absolutely never allow that again i will never be shamed for something that i did before you even came into my life here here and i will never mm-hmm. ever shame my partner and if i did like may god smite me down right here right now <laughs> give me with that lightning bolt right here right now because that's not cool um that being said, you know, I'm very much open to if somebody did come in my life and say, hey, we really need to like do some sort of a rebranding. I'm definitely open okay. to that. Um, but I wouldn't I, I, I wouldn't see. Um, You're I saying would, you wouldn't see it as a negative yes, for your kids. Yes, theory. I wouldn't. Right. Because, you know, here's the thing. Uh, mom was like she was young. She was hot. She was doing what she was doing. Um, she was doing what she needed to do mm-hmm. to get by. Right. And I got by. So, I mean, unfortunately, you know, is that exactly the same route that I would want for my daughter, for even for my son? Because boys can be sex workers, too. Um, however, you know, I would love for them. This is the thing. If if you're my kid and you want to pose nude, I'm not going to immediately, like, turn you down for that. I just want for my kid to have options. Right. That's all. If you can go to school or if you can start a business and you're doing that and you say, okay, you know, I actually still want to do, like, I want to do, like, an OnlyFans or what, whatever the website of the day might be. Okay, but I just want for you to have the option because I feel as though I didn't ever really have another option. When I got into webcaming, I had just... I was working at Walmart during the day to pay wow. for my first boob mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I saved up like all my Walmart money. I had 75 cents to eat Thank for you, lunch Walmart. every day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, Walmart. It was definitely a Walmart <laughs> boob God. job Thank too. You, <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Walmart. She's like, that yeah. would be on, those boobs would be on aisle 24. Yeah. If you like, <laughs> I wish. I wish. Sorry. Oh my God. And so, um, I, so I did that and I saved up all my money and, um, and then I wanted to take some pictures and do the modeling thing. And I had originally wanted to go to college, which I don't think is like the the route for everyone, especially no. nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, you just end up typically with more debt than what it's worth. Yes. Um, but I, I wish I would have been, you know, able to maybe start a business or to even look at modeling as a business a lot younger. I just, once again, I was kind of just like, Flitting through life, I would go on Craigslist and I would get little odd, odd jobs here and there and model mayhem and MySpace even. Mm. So I was working already. Yeah. You know, why couldn't I have had the, you know, the thought or why didn't they teach in school? You know, you can you can actually own your own business. Like, uh, you know, they don't tell social, us that. No, they don't, they exactly. Never exactly. Yeah. So even though I only have a high school education, I still feel like at some point they could have, you know, said, hey, by the way, you know, you could own your own business and you can do, you know, the w-2s and all this and encourage us to set it up but i mean that's neither here nor there but um i would just i just want my kids to have options because there was a big point for me where i'm like if i don't do this if i don't do the webcaming thing i'm going to be homeless on the streets i'm going to be living on my staying on my friend's couch for Mm -hmm. forever um i had just gotten my second dui so i didn't have any way to get to work as it was so i really just like dug myself into this huge hole and i'm really grateful that i started i mean it falls under the umbrella of sex work even though i'm not having sex with anyone right. but i guess that would be like the industry term um and i'm grateful for it but it was just like there there wasn't any other option my right. family doesn't have money like nobody nobody had money people could say you know you can come and 
sleep on the couch or sleep on the guest room. And there was a few times where I slept in my car because I didn't have enough gas money to go home and come back the next day to Walmart. And so, um, you know, I just, I just wish I would have had options. Right. Yeah. Are you close with your parents now? Yeah. Yes. I was not at all. I was so angry at my parents and was a messy divorce. And so, yeah, for sure. I had daddy issues. Yeah. (laughs) Daddy and mommy issues. When did that come back around for you then? Like when she just asked that question for you, like when did, when did you make peace with them? You know, when I, after I got sober, okay. Um, I've always kind of talked with my mom a little bit. Um, I love my mom. She's an incredible woman. She's incredibly strong, but she is, um, also a a little wishy-washy, I guess, for lack of a better way to describe it. I wish I would have seen a little more strength from my mother in these everyday smaller activities. I hope I can provide that to my kids one day. I always thought, um, I always thought like women were weak and men were strong Mm -hmm. because men, my dad in the household was very loud and, um, you know, slamming the hands down and the voice. And like, I always thought, okay, that's strength. And then women are quiet and they don't really, you know, you kind of always get walked over. And then like that, or the, that the loud was masculine. I'm sorry. The loudness is masculine. And then the meek quietness is feminine. And so I had that super mixed up. That's not what I've learned now is you can say, no, no, thank you. And you can be very stern about it and you can still be feminine. You don't have to throw like a huge fit and cause a scene and be crazy. But that was like what I grew up with that kind of a, um, that kind of a environment. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. kind of an environment. So I think I was so, I was just so confused. And then I moved down to LA and I got like swept up in the party scene and I really just like didn't know who I was. And I remember just being so pained by that because it felt like once again, that everybody else had it figured out. Everybody else was like having all these, you know, successful relationships. And then people started getting married and having kids or, you know, long-term relationships, buying a house. And I just always felt like, God, why don't I have that? And I think it's just because I had such a skewed, um, skewed idea of what is supposed to go on in the home. And then, you know, we were really religious, so we didn't really talk about it Okay. at all. Yeah. So it was yeah. one of those things that mm-hmm. kind of got swept under the rug. Yeah. So then we just didn't talk for a while. And my family still doesn't really know what I do for the most part. They just know I don't ask for money. Well, and that's okay. And if they, if they, if they asked you, do you think you would tell them? Like if they asked you, Hey, what did you do in your past? Would you, do you feel like you would tell them? In the place you're in right now. That's yeah, what I'm asking. I would tell them. I mean, yeah. honestly, I don't I don't know what my dad's response would okay. be. I really I really don't. How I think my dad know? They just they, they just don't it's like small town. Yeah, my mom they lives wanna, in they yeah. just don't they don't go on the internet. Like my mom doesn't have an email and she's Can just you learning to if text. Your dad Googled you or you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I think my uncle has. Now. Yeah, I think my uncle has. He made like a comment one time at okay. Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay. It's Switch, always you don't Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving all the time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we know what you're it. doing. I'm like, oh God, do what? you? Do you like, feel like they have a whiff of it Weird. though? Like, do you feel like your parents, because if your uncle knows, you feel like maybe no. if someone's got to give a whiff of something. No, my dad, I love my dad, but he has like his, his head so far up his own ass for Jesus. He doesn't care. Okay. All right. I'm not asking for money. So it's like, you know, they're, they're good. Okay. I told my mom, I went to the Playboy mansion just to kind of see what she would say. This was years ago. And she was like, well, honey, the breadcrumbs, just be safe. I'm like, okay. Yeah. My mom was always like, my mom always, the reason I was asking because someone asked me that and I said, well, my mom asked Wendy in my thirties, like, she's like, um, Chris, I have to ask something. I go, yeah, mom, you know, back in my modeling days, whatever. Mm -hmm. She goes, um, have you done drugs? I go, 
Listen, mom, I'm, I'm 31 now. Yeah. If you're going to ask a big boy question, I'm going to give you a big boy yeah. answer. Right. Said, yes, I do. And she's like, oh my God, what do you do? I go, I go and, I, and so I stopped. The reason I was asking you this, I go, I go, stop. I go, every time I'm with you and you see me, I'm fine, right? Do I look fine? Do I ever, I go, there have been moments I've been on drugs with you standing right, next right. to me and going off and come back and doing it. Have I ever looked like I've been in trouble? Have I ever done right. this? No, and I go, then just trust the fact that right. I'm fine. Your mom is brave right. to and, ask well, that. You know, but she wanted to know. And I said, look, I go, this is something that I do. It's my honesty factor. And mm-hmm. I go, I'm, I don't need to skate around shit anymore because if you, if you know me mm-hmm. and you know me as a person, you're going to know that I'm always in control. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, whether my friends ask or whatever it is, it's like, whether, you know, like, like I'll be honest, like 4th of July, right. you know, I'll be honest. Run around, right. 4th of July. On ecstasy, on coke, whatever. Hell it was. Yeah. Out there. People, all my friends know. And I go, and I, they're like, are you okay to drive home? I'm like, I'm always okay to drive. I go because I know myself and I and I don't go overboard. Okay. I know my limitations and I'm and if I wasn't able to drive, I wouldn't drive. Mm. But otherwise but I go Chris, what if another car hits you? I understand that, Jamie. And I'm not talking about all the other aspects. That's another conversation <laughs> right, that we can right. have. But all I'm saying is the fact that it's like I know my limitations. I know yeah. my control. I'm never going to do anything to wildly be out of sorts to where it's going to feel like it's going to get someone else in trouble. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because that's my force first and foremost. Right. I don't ever want to feel like I'm putting someone else in jeopardy. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So myself being who I am, it's like if I wasn't fine, then I'm not going right. anywhere. I'll take that sleep in the club, which I've never done before. Yeah. But you know, if it, if it required it, yeah. <laughs> you have self control. Yeah. I can't really. I do, and that, you know, that's what <laughs> I was that saying falls about asleep every time she drinks. Oh my god. We've yeah. actually been at the Playboy Mansion mm-hmm. and. This bitch falls asleep. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck sleeps at the mansion? I mean, a lot of people do, but yeah, right. and then same thing, as soon as we like get in the car, mm. she's freaking knocked out. God, I love I love that. Yeah. yeah. God bless. I love yeah. her. You're you're in a good space right now, I feel like. I and love like that. your energy, the way you're talking, I feel like, you know, when you have kids to answer that question, you'll yeah. know what to tell them and you'll know how they will react on how you bring them up. And I mean, about- they're you know, kids are you're just it's you can't hide everything from them. You can't. But yeah. it's also- hey, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> kids are little assholes these yeah. days. Yeah. So yeah. there were a lot of times that I had to go knock on doors yeah. of my daughter's friends mm-hmm. and people at school because they're just freaking nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like being a single mom, mm-hmm. we just had a conversation about it the other day. So I have three daughters. Oh, wow. And oh my gosh. they're, I know, crazy. <laughs> so um, he knows them three girls Mm -hmm. but we were like each other we're like a team Mm -hmm. so one would get bullied at school they Mm -hmm. made a diss track about her printed out a bunch of my photos passed them out at school i couldn't fucking wait rally up the troops we'd go over there and knock on the door this is what your fucking son did this is what he's saying about me wow Um, it's a team effort man what did did, did the parents mom well we i found out about it later at night Mm because she didn't want to go to school and she was so upset Mm -hmm. So, but I didn't give a shit. It was nine o'clock at night and I said, get in the car, let's Mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. And it was like me and her older sister and she was so embarrassed. I'm like, we don't care. You can sit in the car, but I'm knocking on the fricking door. Mm -hmm. Cause Mm -hmm. I always feel like I didn't want to take it to the school. I want to take it to the source. Yeah. So as a parent, I'd appreciate it if someone came to me versus tattle at school. So that's exactly what I did. And I knocked on the door. Both the parents came out. They called their son out. He came outside and I said, let me clarify something to you right now. Um, and then I gave him my spiel because he was telling kids at school that I was a porn star, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. And, um, how old were you at this time, by the way? How, how old? It was high school. Okay. Yeah. Like even, say, in, that's the... even in junior mm-hmm. high, it yeah. was the same thing. Yeah. My kids always had a hard time. Yes. I was and... going to say, unfortunately, the junior middle school, yes. high school years are, as we all know, are shitty years. Yes. So. I had a it's girlfriend hard. who, um, was, he, who is incredibly good looking and she, her boys were bullied because she wore white shorts to, 
pick them up one day. Oh so it's God. kind of it's, anything with yeah. kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what I tried to tell them. I'm mm-hmm. like, if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah. But I do like my older one is very like conservative and mm-hmm. into the church. So it's like. I always feel judged by her. Yeah. I think think the whole God thing is really beautiful. Um, You know, God in in my 12-step program stands for good orderly direction. So I love love God. I have like a whole relationship with a higher Mm -hmm. power. But I just think like, you know, religion is a little rough. That's when it gets a little rough. Mm -hmm. It is. And I tell everyone like I'm I'm Catholic and Mm -hmm. I I was an altar boy all the way through it till I was 18. Mm -hmm. All the way through high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. You know, that's what they say about the Catholic Church. You know what? All I got to say is I had a a good priest. Thank God. So that's all I got to say. He never never touched you. No. I mean, I just wanted to get wine from the fucker half the time. What is this wine stuff back there? All the other boys get wine. I don't get any wine. What's going on in there? No, no. What I'm getting at is the fact that I tell everyone you have to take away what you get out of it. And Mm -hmm. that's it. And thank God, like my mom and and my dad, they Mm -hmm. never pushed it on us. They Mm -hmm. just thought that this is a good route for you guys. Mm -hmm. And you make the most out of it, which I tell my girls, I don't care if they're, they're both baptized. Mm -hmm. I could care less if they go to church or not. And my, and I get from my sister and I'm like, you guys don't go to church. I'm like, why? I have, I have a relationship with God already. I don't need anymore. I'm I'm a good person. That's what I say. As long as you have your own personal relationship with a higher power, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. then I think you're in a good space. Be Mm -hmm. a good person, live an honest life and continue to serve. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's it. Um, oh, you're gonna have fun with kids. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna be, you know, it'll be an experience like yeah. everything else. You'll do amazing, yeah. and I think that yeah. um, the the childhood that you described um, enables you to be a million times better mm-hmm. as a parent. Mm-hmm. So it's such a blessing in a lot of ways because. Again, like with our relationships, mm-hmm. you've learned what worked and what did not work, yeah. and then you can redirect. Yeah, I would rather have experienced everything that I did so I can learn from it and move forward from there. So I'm grateful for the experiences. Right. All, all in all, you know, childhood was good, life is good, no complaints. Well, and that's the thing. It's just like, I mean, look where you're at now in your life. And mm-hmm. I always tell people your life experience, your life experiences. Mm-hmm. And I love something you said earlier, I'm going to come back to is the fact that when you're with someone and mm-hmm. like you're talking about a guy with stuff that you do, um, your past is your past. Like yeah. I tell, I tell everyone, I go, even with my girlfriend, I said, look, I go, your past, I, before, right at this moment, we start now, Right. you know, mm-hmm. that past is just, it just held, has made you who you are, yeah. whether it be season experience, whatever it is, it's mm-hmm. like, it just made you better for me at mm-hmm. that moment in time. And I don't judge in that aspect. Right. So I love that's that. the stuff you're looking for. And that's mm-hmm. the person that's going to stand behind you. CJ, I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, um, a video of you and it says that like you are no go on anal. Um, okay, so I like I like butt plugs. I like okay. like toys in my ass. Uh-huh. I don't like I don't I just don't know about a penis in my ass. Okay. It's just unpredictable. Right. Really? That makes sense. Yeah. But no, I like butt explain. plugs. <laughs> I love butt plugs. Well, but talk about like the unpredictability. Big thing. Like is what, what you if say. you so if you have a partner that's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm really into anal, mm-hmm. would it be a non negotiable non negotiable? Oh, honestly, at this point, and they, if they, if, if, if I had somebody telling me anal is really important mm-hmm. and it's going to be a big part of my sex life, I, I don't think I could go forward with that person because I wouldn't be confident that I would be able to please mm-hmm. them in the way that they're really seeking to be pleased. Right. Pretty, pretty much anything else, you right. know, like, She's like I'm game. And, yeah. Pre- and, like, Oh, I'm open. I'm more open-minded now at this point in my life than I've ever been before. Um, so I'm excited for that for myself, for my journey there, but I'm just not, it, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't do it for me. I like butt plugs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you like butt plugs? I I would like to see. <laughs> you want to see a butt plug? Let me get it out. I brought it today. Catch me on the spot today, aren't you? This is good. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get in this. No. I love toys. Yeah. I love toys or insects. Yeah. Like I couldn't even. I couldn't be with somebody that was. I I'm with that you. That wouldn't allow toys. No. No. no, I love the toys. The more the merrier no. in that sense, though, because I just, I just, I don't have a lot of experience with them. What do I need to try? Okay, for sure you need to try a glass dildo, for sure. What if it breaks off inside of you? See, why do you gotta what, go there? How, yeah, it's how like, hard are you know, fucking sorry. yourself with a glass <laughs> dildo? <laughs> it breaks. You're like, oh, oh god, okay. shards of glass in my <laughs> vagina. Sure, I had went to a glass and like a, a vase, basically. <laughs> well, like, because you know how you hear the stories of guys like putting things in their butt and it yeah, breaks. that's guys. I'm okay. like going. I have not heard these stories. Oh, and I'm I have because like, I have some friends that are nurses, so was it they glass? love to. Was it glass? Yeah, they put like bottles and things. Okay, yeah. we're okay. idiots. We okay, are all idiots. To, okay? like, <laughs> back to this. Okay, I need a glass one. Yes, what? it's so it's so hot um, because they're a little heavier mm-hmm. and they're cold. So it's like the sensation is just like ooh, like like it's gives it that added element of excitement. That's my favorite. I'm all about glass dildos. Um, and honestly, having sex with a butt plug in is like so fun because you just feel so like you feel like really naughty, even though you're like really not doing not naughty right. things. Really, it's actually like not that big of a deal. But you just feel very full. <laughs> it's like very <laughs> exciting. And then also, it's like only it's still only like a one person. You're you and that other person situation. So it feels like kind of a lot is happening, but it's still like an intimate setting. So um, that that's like a good. That's like my two favorite things right How now. How do you introduce that to a new partner? Like put this in my butt. Like yeah. what do you say? Yeah. You yeah. just pull it out of the drawer? I mean, it's mm-hmm. communication. Is it under, is it yeah. under the pillow? And a lot of, um, yeah, oh, for sure. It's like got to be near the bed. It needs yeah. to be within arm's reach. Right. Yeah, because yeah. then if you kind of, if you get up and you like have to go far, it can kind of kill the mood. But um, also <laughs> like, <in> like <laughs> coconut <laughs> oil, like you put the coconut oil everywhere. And then so if you have butt plugs and it just like boop, goes right, right in. Goes right okay. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now here's so here's the caveat. Now you were saying something about the unpredictability. Now, so mm-hmm. if you're with someone, you're doing that. You're at that level now. Obviously, you've communicated because the butt plug is now in. Well, maybe she there. hasn't. No, but hold do you on. communicate that, or do that. you just pull it out from under the pillow? Um, recently I've communicated with, but you could also Before. just pull it out. And but I, I mean, didn't it's mean kind like of verbal dis- communication. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm seeing visual, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, it would be kind of disappointing yeah. if, if you pulled it out and they were like, oh, right. yeah, if right. someone pulled out a butt plug with me, I would be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I wouldn't even, I don't even know what they look like. Yeah. I'm Googling it. You have um, to get a, you have to get like a box of sex toys. Yeah. I don't like anything in my butt. Not even a finger. Have you tried it? Okay, finger is like weird. But, 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 but who wants to put, and I'm sorry too, don't lick my ass. Don't lick my ass. I don't want my ass licked. Then you come up to kiss me. I know some people are really into it. I'm not into it. I don't it. like it. Yeah, I'm not into it. It's not really, I guess if I if I had, if I could orgasm through that, right. but I can't really orgasm through that. So it's okay. like, oh, not. these are really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait well, a minute. I guess, you know, One yeah. of them has a tail. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I know that's what it's the variety. <laughs> Somebody made a joke yesterday, like, "Oh, you're gonna be a lion? Are you gonna have a, like a lion butt plug?" In or Do you're... While you're at the pool, I'm like, "No." 
Oh my god. Do yours have tails? One has a taco. I would. What? Yeah, I would. I probably need to up my game. I'm laughing my at the last... lion thing. You know, they oh you yeah. can like no and they're like, oh, wait, do you maybe. do the tails? My last ex like stole all my sex toys, so like I need to start building asshole. my collection build again. again. Yeah, yeah. This right. is exciting. Yeah, see. Yeah, right. I do. I should get a tail one. I mean, in, we're investing in one. And then yeah. some of them vibrate. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the vibrating. Um, I don't like the vibrating. Like I Let, know. Let's start her off simple. Let's okay, just, yeah. Let's start her right. simple. The glass get one. Simple glass but dildo with a taco. Preferably with a curve on it. The get the curve. Like you know, like the one like this here is the one we need to start off. With. Okay, you with know? the taco. Oh god, that's not, not the ta taco <laughs> holder butt plug. That and the really site funny. that it's on is called This Is Why I'm Broke. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so let me tell you this though. I don't so really like these. But hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do butt plug chain i don't really like those because i feel like those don't go deep enough so. all right guys you're getting, a, you're getting a, gonna uh, give give me a, a yeah. 101 <laughs> lesson in butt plugging over here which is going to be great so i love I learning new stuff yeah and this i honestly like feel like it's like if someone's pulling out whether it be verbal or not it's still it's a it's a part of their sexual growth which yeah. i love and that's just if you I mean, communicate this that, is like what i i don't know have. if i could do it but i love learning from right. yeah from other people as for long sure. as it's not pegging right no, no. <laughs> I don't. If if I was dating somebody and they really needed that, I would be. I would consider it. You would peg? pegging. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. That yeah. was a funny one. This this one, one is like these. The please pay no attention to those. Those are very disturbing looking. But like this is like I'll the one. Steer. The one with the three. That's okay. like the oh, kind of. Sorry, it's, it's I scroll up. You have to scroll up yeah. one shot. It went down by one, I think, or something. Oh, okay, so, got yeah. it. Right. Yeah, I think that Jamie needs to experiment a little bit more in her, yeah. in her life. And I don't think any of your guys would ever be like opposed to any of it as well. So um, I appreciate that. By Men the way. shouldn't make you feel. It's no. one thing, you know, when you're dating somebody, especially when you're getting to know them, it's one thing if you're not into something. It's completely fine to say that I, you know, I actually don't really know how I feel about that. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't really think I might be into that. Right. Um, but like, you should never go like, Whoa, that's gross. Or, you know, you like, you shouldn't, cause it's, you're sharing such an intimate detail right. with that other person, Agreed. potentially in a very intimate moment, you know? So you, you want to just try to discuss it like gingerly, honestly, but like gingerly, right. cause you, you want to try not to like shame the other person. And quite frankly, I, I, you're saying something right there. I feel like sometimes you might just have to pull something out mm -hmm. and just in the, in the, in the whole yeah. situation of yeah. the, um, you know, just of the play. Yeah. And when yeah. you pull it out, the person's going to be like, oh, and they might just be just as excited. And one thing about that is just the communicate. There's so many much miscommunication half mm -hmm. the time. When mm -hmm. one person does something and they're like, wow, I've been waiting for something that I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to actually explore that, but yeah. they're just too afraid half the time. Yeah. So and I, you might have to ask a couple of times. Of course. You right. know, yeah, yeah. Or videos or whatever. Like I always said, you know, like just start off small by just if you're watching something mm -hmm. together and say, oh my God, that would be interesting or mm -hmm. a yeah. conversation. So mm -hmm. um, there's lots of ways to do it. But yeah, you got to get your game. You, ha up. you have to talk about it. Yeah. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable. <laughs> Get her stuff it off. To toys, are, toys are awesome. <laughs> toys are awesome. Right. Thank you, CJ. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you'll, li it. you'll like him, Jamie. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Is there anything we wanted to CJ today? You've been an amazing guest today, by anything the way. Anything oh you want to plug? <laughs> besides, um, besides my butt. asshole. <laughs> um, my podcast as well, Inside Yay. Only Fans. How's that going, by the way? It's it's so much fun. Okay. Um, it's myself, <clears throat> Kayla Loren, and then Max Amini. He's the pod daddy the producer pod daddy um it's so much fun i really love doing these podcasts because you know we get to talk to some really wild 
really incredible guests. Great. And these people are having so much sex and they're like, for the, <laughs> for the most part, even the women that maybe aren't sharing it on their okay. OnlyFans or the men that aren't sharing it on their OnlyFans, I've just became so, um, it's been so good for me. It's been so insightful. It's good. been so intriguing and it's like expanded my mind, you know, a hundredfold. So I'm I'm really proud of the podcast that that we have going as well. And how many years now, or how long is this? Just on one, for? yeah, okay. one year, one Great. year now. Yeah, coming up in October. Okay. Yay, yeah. And um, awesome. once a week, it's out. How often is it out? And Wednesdays. When Wednesdays, a new episode comes out every Wednesday, and um, yeah, we have a fresh episode right now. We're um, doing. So like our top three or four, we're redoing them. And then we have a brand new one coming out with a very special guest very soon. And <laughs> it's so crazy. I may or may not, um, there there may or may not have been some squirting of breast milk that somehow ended up in my mouth. <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, if everybody could keep a watch out for that, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And you know, it, what I love about you guys is the open, honest conversation. There's a lot of that there as well. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's one that's thing. That's how we, we learn. To, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we don't we don't deep dive as much as like some other shows, but I feel mm -hmm. like we just like we'll go as deep as we can. Yeah. Um but it's a lot, a lot of butt of plug analogy yeah, right now. That. We'll go as love deep that. as we can, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. All right, Jamie, what about you today? You good? What do you got going on? Yeah, just shout out to Hill Cliff, thank you for these amazing drinks, and it's um, Orange Crush. All right, oh, tastes yeah. really good too. So nice. Sweet. All right, I'm gonna give. Why a, are you looking at me I, like I, that? I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, what the fuck? You know, Chris? Just, I had a glass moment of it breaking <laughs> off the side of you or something. Oh no, <laughs> glass dildo. <laughs> oh yeah, that should be a meme now. Is it gonna break off inside we'll of me? Well, I don't know. Same. That's where. That's probably because my nurse friends. Let's just yeah. Okay. You're gonna have to that bit, yeah. All you right. have to go really hard. I don't. I think you're gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to Virgin Aaliyah Beach Club. I'm wearing. I'm sporting their like Aaliyah Beach Club oh, shirt right now today, yeah. so, which I really like. And it's been a grand summer there. So mm -hmm. I just want to give a shout out to the guys over there. We love J Rock. Yeah, J Rock. Oh, that's where crushing I'm, it. That's where we're staying. Oh, great. Maybe Virgin? you could. Mm -hmm. Nice. Love yeah. the Virgin. Yeah. Maybe you guys could hook me up with something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we'll connect we'll you with. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, for sure. Dinner and J Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right, I we'll love talk that. more after the episode's okay. over. Okay. All, all right, Virgin. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> after we talk about butt plugs. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> oh, ma'am, you don't fit the criteria. <laughs> They're going to be checking you at the club yeah. now. Like, I mean, they check hard. Do you remember that shit? They're going to oh, be checking. like, okay, so we, CJ, we heard about you. Let's like bend it over, girl. Oh, God. So, <laughs> all right. And we're going to uh, want to give a shout out and just say, check us out at anything dating intelligence on social media and me personally at Fetchboard. Mm. And please, good on YouTube. Subscribe, guys, and watch the show when it comes out. But uh, we are so happy to have you on today. Thank you for Thank taking you the for time out. Thank you for having me. I really sure. appreciate you guys. All right, guys. CJ Sparks on the show. An incredible guest today, Jamie. Thank you so much again. And that's another episode, guys. <laughs>